0: Welcome to the No Toes Down podcast at Big Cat Country and SB Nation. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at No Toes Down and email us at notoesdown at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe and rate us. Our team is growing and lots of good content is coming up on Big Cat Country. Before the start of this week's episode, we'd like to note that we received a notification about Ramsey's request for a trade the moment we stepped out of the studio. We've included a reaction to this at the end of the episode. So, guys, um, it's just going to be me today since uh, Trevor is here in the studio, but he's on the floor and can't seem to function at all. Seriously? Why
1: does this always happen like this? Not again.
0: Can you please get over here? We have a podcast to record. Do
1: I have
0: to? Yes, you do. All
1: right. Hey everybody, I'm I'm here. I don't want to be here. I'd rather be lying on the floor.
0: I mean, it's okay, you know. Is Can anyone tell us if like jaguar depression is a real thing? I mean, please tweet us because if you've ever experienced one of these, I would like to know how to manage it.
1: Oh, it's real. I, um, experience it pretty much every week. Um, if it's a good month, I might only experience it twice in the month, but, oh, it's real. It's real. I'm feeling it right now. Abba. I'm feeling it right now.
0: Okay.
1: All right. Well, let's go through the game thoughts. I guess we have to, it's actually not all that negative. Let's, let's, Let's try and get my spirits up a bit. Don't mess with the Minshew, the fourth quarter rally. He struggled through three quarters, and it was not looking great. It wasn't looking great. looked kind of Blake Bortles-esque, Blaine Gabbert-esque. You guys all know how that is. But come fourth quarter, he rallied, and he did not let his team die, and he kept going and they were down 10, and he got a field goal, and then he drove the team down after they got the ball back for a touchdown. He was scrambling, rumbling, stumbling. It was hilarious. It was awesome. And he scored a touchdown, him and DJ Chark. They converted it. And then Doug Marone says, you know what? Let's go for two. Let's win this thing. And I was okay with it, but I was also pretty nervous about it. What did I say to you?
0: Yeah, you were like... I'm anxious right now. I can't bear to watch something along those lines.
1: And then there's been a lot of talk about the play call. They just handed it off and Leonard Fournette got stuffed at the line. He almost got there. They, The team thought he got across the line. It was pretty clear he didn't. But regardless, it wasn't a two-point conversion and the Jags lose by one. It's a game of inches. Guess what movie that's from, Nicole? Nicole.
0: One I've never seen. Remember the Titans?
1: Any given Sunday. The one we also referenced last week. You really need to watch it.
0: (laughs) Obviously. Um, So would you feel differently if they went for the tie and missed it? I imagine like you'd say the same thing reversed, questioning why they didn't go for two. If they missed the opportunity to tie the game?
1: No. If they went for two, if they went for the tie, I'd be happy either way. I, I I understand both sides of it. I just wish they won, man. Jeez.
0: That would have been nice.
1: Yes. yes, it would have. But I do think Lambeau, if they went for one, Lambeau would have made the kick and it went into overtime. But then there's no guarantee they're going to win in overtime. So, you know what? I'm okay with going for two. I just wish they would have let Minshew, or my nickname, the Mississippi Mudslide. <laughs> I just wish he uh, got a chance to to make a play rather than run the ball behind the line that couldn't do anything all day and Fournette couldn't do anything all day. So it was a bit sad.
0: So you said Lambeau, is that the kicker's name?
1: Yeah. He's Josh Lambeau.
0: Ooh, Lambeau like a Lamborghini. Yeah.
1: Automatic, just like a Lambeau. (laughs) Uh, Back to the game though. So the defense back to their old ways, incredible stifling, gave up 13 points. And the only touchdown they gave up was because Minshew fumbled it at their own 10 they looked awesome. Jalen was locked down on Hopkins. The rest of the team did their thing. DJ Hayden seemed to be everywhere. It was looking really good, especially considering all the injuries they had. But obviously it wasn't enough in the end.
0: Well, Do you think that all players on the team are kind of off their game because of the switch in the quarterback or... You know, because usually there's like a vibe with a team and this goes like beyond sports teams.
1: They've been playing with a below average quarterback for a long time. I think when they had Nick Foles for two minutes or whatever it was, they were probably like, oh man, we're good. And then it was back to Mississippi mudslide and they're used to playing with subpar quarterbacks. But that being said, Minshew's stepped up and I think the team's going to rally around him. but they're used to playing with, quarterbacks that are different or not good and I mean sometimes they play well sometimes they don't they're a bit inconsistent Mm, that's true that anyway Minshew plays well the defense plays well and we still take the L that's life as a Jaguar it hurts
0: I mean, whatever you guys kind of recommend out there as a remedy for your hurt feelings after a game loss, um, we would like some ideas. So please feel free to email us or tweet us about it
1: because... I'll need it. I will definitely need it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's review uh, the predictions from last week. First one, Gardner Gardner Minshew will become a cult hero if he leads the team to a win on Sunday. So damn close.
0: So close.
1: That's all we got. But that's the only one we're going to review. That was the only important one for me. But big one coming up beginning of the podcast season. I said, the Jags are going to beat the Titans this year. And on Thursday, the Jags play the Titans. If they don't win on Thursday and the Titans beat them again, I'm, I probably won't be lying on the floor in the studio. I'll be lying on the floor somewhere else. And I won't be here to, to give the podcast. Episode four will just be a Nicole show.
0: No, I think I might just have to cart you to the studio and like those portable trolleys that little kids are put in. Because would you want it to be in Jaguar's colors, maybe?
1: Of course. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, that's what we'll do. Um, On to my prediction. Which yeah, was, what
1: was your prediction anyway?
0: It was about, you know, Ramsey's trash talk, lots of it. Um, but so far, he's had some of it. Um, But with the coach, uh, so for those who don't know, just a quick recap, Uh, during the Jags game on Sunday, um, Ramsey became visibly frustrated when um, his head coach, uh, Doug Marone, um, approached him to have a conversation with him. And he was seen like walking towards the sideline. So that's Ramsey was walking towards the sideline and the coach tried to talk to him, but he wasn't interested. And a secondary coach actually had to like escort Ramsey uh, to a bench that was further away from Maroon. Do you actually
1: know what happened though?
0: Yeah. I actually went on Twitter to watch like little (laughs) clips of what happened because I remember you telling me that it had happened and I was kind of like, Whoa, what? that's awful. Like I knew he was going to be a hothead, but I didn't really anticipate that it would be with like his coach. So seeing that kind of play out and the fact that he was on the bench and coach Marone approached him again to try to talk to him. And he just like, was just kind of not having it at all. Like, I'm just glad he didn't throw a punch at the end of the day. Like that was
1: Punching really? your coach. Yeah, that wouldn't be a good look.
0: Yeah, that would be really, really bad. Um, I mean, I also kind of read online that apparently last year or this summer, actually, Sports Illustrated said that um, he wasn't responding to the coach's calls or texts because. Oh,
1: yeah. During he, he training he had camp.
0: missed Yeah, exactly. All about that. And there was like the whole thing about him not giving um, the coach his new cell phone number and. Coach Marone ended up saying that they had a great talk after he got his new number. Um, but people are saying that this allegedly kind of adds to the rumor that Ramsey is perhaps unhappy with his situation in Jacksonville. I mean, besides the obvious soap opera potential that this team has, um, do you think there are any concerns of star players who are unhappy being in Jacksonville? Or just do you think it's just pure frustration with all that's going on right now?
1: I think it's frustration. Last year was terrible. This year hasn't started off well. We have injuries. It can get bad if they if they keep losing. Winning cures everything. If they keep losing, though, I mean, we had Miles Jack kicked out game one. Now you have Jalen Ramsey yelling at the coach. You don't see the coach yelling at Jalen Ramsey when he gives up a touchdown in week one. You don't see the coach yelling in front of everyone at Jalen Ramsey after he drops a an interception that might've gone for a touchdown for the Jags. He can't go and start yelling at the coach because he didn't throw a challenge flag on a three yard catch. Sure. It gave them a first down and maybe it ends up in three points, but I mean, there's so much more that happens in a game and you know, you, it's just, it's just unfair to Doug Marone and he doesn't deserve that. But at the same time he needs to put his foot down. Like this isn't the first time we've had people, get kicked out. Last year we had Leonard Fournette get kicked out. Like the culture needs to be a little bit more stable. Hopefully they can win, get some positive momentum going, and this can all be water under the bridge. But yeah, we we, we need to, to rally the troops here. We need to just make sure that there's a little bit of discipline on this team.
0: Absolutely I agree with that.
1: Okay, well, that's enough about the game. It was and the the predictions about the game. Let's move on. The Jags play on Thursday already against the Titans. I think people are pretty excited about Minshew and the team, the defense. So maybe we can get some positive vibes going. But let's move on to our uh, fairly new segment. I guess everything's new here. But our newer segment about what did they really mean? We got a couple pretty funny quotes today. um, And we'll, we'll review them. But before we start, we got to review what we talked about last week. There was a Minshew quote um, about, you know, not being intimidated by anyone. And we thought, oh, man, this guy's amazing. That was actually a quote from Remember the Titans. So just want to thank Zachary Hollis at Zachary Hollis for enlightening us and making us look bad, Zach. But we appreciate the support. The quote was from Remember the Titans. Yeah. So even though <laughs> Minshew used it. Still pretty sweet, but he didn't come up with it.
0: I know. And I here I was assuming that maybe he wanted more money. But thanks for letting us know that, you know, he just meant he doesn't he won't be intimidated. So that's awesome.
1: Okay, on to the quotes. Okay. So I will start. You tell me what you think. The okay. person met. So DJ Chark, when asked about finally getting it going in the fourth quarter, there's stuff we have to work on. We definitely weren't catching any breaks out there. The mentality we have to have is we shouldn't look for any breaks from anybody but ourselves. We got to make the plays. If we want to win the game, we got to control the game. This one hurts.
0: I can see that he is like undoubtedly a self-critic. Like he genuinely seems kind of bummed about this game. Um, Also, I think he would make a great like speaker about, you know, self-improvement from the sound of this. But I think that he probably is, I can see the frustration that comes out of this quote being, you know, we've got to look for the best in ourselves and all of that. Like, it sounds like something, you know, you would say when you want your team to do better and you're prepared to do better, but there are slackers perhaps, and you just don't want to call them by name.
1: Yeah. He, I watched it. He was down. The one thing you got to key in there though, is we definitely weren't catching any breaks out there. The mentality is we, Shouldn't look for breaks from anybody but ourselves. I think he's talking about the refs there. There were a few plays. Jags made some good plays. And then a flag comes thrown in like a couple seconds after the play's over. Send it back. Every time the the Jags early on got some momentum, there was a flag and it wasn't really fair. So I think he's talking about that a little bit too. Yeah. Okay, on to the next quote. Uh, And this is one from our our favorite Mississippi mudslide, Gardner Minshew. Uh, he was talking about the offense finally getting it going in the fourth quarter. You see the flashes of what we could be and what we should be when we don't get in our own way. That's what we were fighting to get all the time. We are fighting to get into that rhythm, find that rhythm, and stay in there for four quarters and really just dominate people. Woo! Dominate people. I love that. What do you think he means?
0: Talk about the, the can't be intimidated factor showing over there. Um, I mean... Earlier, I kind of mentioned, you know, like, oh, new frame of mind, like even even Chark, like he just kind of talked about mentality, right? And then here you have Minshew that's talking about pretty much dominating people and like seeing flashes of what you could be and, you know, when things don't get your own way, how you can fight that, you know, it's kind of common. There's a common ground here with mm-hmm. both quotes that I see. Yeah. Um, I mean, you mean what I lost my train of thought.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, um, I just love dominate people. He's not even talking about football. He's talking about everything. Just dominate everyone that comes by the Jaguars. I love it. it. Fires me up.
0: Yeah, I think they really just need, you know, it seems like the ongoing thing here is the mentality and frame of mind. And maybe, you know, Coach Moreau needs to get them all on some kind of, like, camp activity or something for bonding reasons. I... I could see a really good pedicure and ice cream like session going well. It's kind of like a chill mode type of, you know, camp, which would be good for them. Would be good. They need more bonding. I think they need more bonding. Yeah, that
1: stuff's only going to start if they start winning. Okay, next one. Coach Marone on the skirmish with Jalen Ramsey. We have a lot of emotion in the game. I don't know. I can't recall. And then he got asked again and he said, I can't even recall. There's a lot of emotion on that field playing a divisional game. What do you think about that one?
0: He can't recall. He really can't recall. Oh, he can recall. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. That's absolute BS. He means don't ask me about this because I don't want to put him on blast.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he was uh, just shying away from that question. I'm sure inside he (laughs) he was he was fuming a little bit. Okay, well, that's everything from the team. But we have a special one. Uh, that I heard on a local Jaguar show today, and it deserves being mentioned again because it is unreal. So April from Jacksonville called into a local show Sunday night, and she said this, during the preseason, I wanted Minshew cut. I wanted to keep the other guy because Minshew was doing so bad. But suddenly, it's like the heavens opened, ah, and the birds started singing, and his balls dropped, and he became a man, and I'm happy with him now. His balls dropped.
0: Did his balls drop into the hands of a receiver? I know. I- Ooh, we L- could use some of that. <laughs> Lame joke. I'm 12 right now. Yeah.
1: Um. But April, big comment. Loved it. Made me laugh out loud. Um. Thanks for that. I, we love that.
0: Yeah. Basically, sounds like she's a fan who's ecstatic that he's playing well. Like most fans are at the moment. I mean, it's his moment to shine, really. So.
1: Yeah. Hopefully, he can keep that going. Yeah. Um, well, we, ta- while we're talking about Gardner, uh, there's been some, some social media out there about his fashion sense. Oh, so God. I think we're going to have to start a new segment called the Minshew fashion watch. Um, there were some pretty good photos out there, uh, jaguars.com. And I think Gardner continues to impress. So he came off the plane into Houston wearing something in the midst of, I don't know, thriller, he had a shirt unbuttoned down to like his sternum <laughs> with like a red jacket over it or something. The first thing that came oh, to my mind was God. Thriller. It was pretty hilarious. I don't know if you saw that picture.
0: Yeah, I did. He's really into those like buttoned down, open shirt, t-shirt t shirt. I don't Ron even know. Ron Burgundy it's, it's, or something. Yeah, it's so bizarre. Um, I have to say, he's just a very interesting guy overall. Um, not fashion choices that, you know, we mainstream folk can handle, but. <laughs> He's definitely got a unique style to him. I'm curious to see how this kind of evolves, if it even does.
1: And then in the post game, he was wearing a bandana that just looked like Hawaiian or floral or something. But if you look co- closely, there was there was a pair of female legs on that bandana.
0: Yeah, like you don't care. You showed me that photo and I said, well, it looks like a floral print. It's interesting. And then you zoomed in and I thought, huh, that's interesting. I did not really expect that
1: yeah he uh i love this guy he just doesn't care so thoughts of the fan base right now we're going into week three we're owing to we play the titans on thursday night and that usually ends up terrible how you feeling nicole
0: um i'm feeling very anxious for everyone um, mainly because you know for a fact there is drama behind the scenes and, you know, Minshew's out here just trying to be his best self. So, you know, everyone praying for everybody involved, really. Yeah,
1: pray for me as well, please. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking, you know, there's a real, despite the lost sense of optimism because of Minshew and the defense, if they lose to the Titans on Thursday night, the fan base is not going to be feeling it. Jags will be 0-3 given the little hostility between the team and the coaches and the players, it could really go south. So for everyone in Jacksonville, let's just hope the Jags get this one. We're back to one and two and we're back in the thick of things and, you know, onto the next game, but it's a big game. Everyone in Jacksonville, Nicole and I wish we could be there, but support the team. They need you. Teal, all that good stuff. Absolutely. All right. You ready to go around the league?
0: Around the league. Yep, we are ready for that.
1: Okay, well, we'll uh, touch on a couple items here. First one, Jets QB Sam Darnold has mono, and he's out for three to seven weeks or something like that. Might be the funniest ailment I've ever heard on an NFL injury report. How do you think he got it? Um, I don't
0: know. Is he married? I, have no I don't life.
1: know if he's married. He's um, young. I know that.
0: He's, oh, he's young. So, okay. All right. Uh, kissing? I don't know. They say you can get it from sneezing and and like I don't know, coughing or something like that. No clue. No
1: clue. Hmm. Okay.
0: Do you think it's an excuse though?
1: Nope. It or was it else? was week one. Not a big deal. If you lose week one, it's not the end of the world.
0: Well, it does sound like he'll be binge watching shows on Netflix and hopefully kissing people a lot less.
1: Yeah. Maybe we're getting him in trouble here. I don't know. Oh,
0: yeah. Also, I read online that apparently it can be actually fatal. And you have mono. and Really? Like, yeah. So we, we
1: shouldn't be making light of this. Well, then.
0: I don't. Well, that's the thing. I don't. Allegedly, like it can, you know, be fatal in terms of I think it just it's like a, a, a lineup of like circumstances that have to happen. Um Apparently, you can get like an enlarged spleen and like any hard tackle. Okay,
1: okay. We're a football affected. show.
0: But I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm just saying stuff I read on the internet. So, you know, WebMD, <laughs> not the best.
1: <laughs> okay, next one. I saw this this morning. The Titans had a fire take place on their field. I don't know if it was during their introductions or a halftime show or whatever. My first thought was, serves them right because they're the Titans. We don't like them. But. What do you think that means for this upcoming game on Thursday? A fire on the Titans field in Nashville.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of like, I actually looked it up because I, I know I saw photos of it, but I wanted to see like, what was the explanation for that? And they said something about a pyrotechnic malfunction that caused some equipment to ignite into flames, but that looked like a significant fire. Was nobody looking at the field the entire time while this flame was just getting bigger? Because that's fresh grass. Or is that true? I don't know.
1: I think they have grass. So, yeah. so Titan, Titans going Titan.
0: I mean, <laughs> 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 but really, Titans watch your field better, okay?
1: No kidding. Okay, and our third around the league topic QB injuries. Big Ben from Pittsburgh out for the season. With some elbow injury. Again, we're not going to get into the details. We're not WebMD here. And Drew Brees hurt his hand and is out for six weeks or something. So this actually impacts the Jags both game, both quarterbacks being out, the Steelers, because they're in the AFC and you know, could be battling for a playoff spot. And then with Breeze being out, um the Jags play the Saints sometime this year, and I heard that he might be out for the Jags game, so that's all. That's obviously positive. But what I really think about Big Ben, I think Big Ben, Little Ben, Uncle Ben, don't matter. Jags got Minshew.
0: That has to be like an NFL fan joke that I clearly don't get.
1: Want to know what I think about Drew Brees? Drew Brees, Warm breeze, Cool breeze, don't matter. Jags by 20. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Go, Jags.
0: That happened.
1: Okay. Well, that's around the league. Um, I think we are going to end with our world famous segment. That's making waves across the world. What would Blake do? (laughs) What would Blake do? So we were looking for topics. We couldn't find anything. And then we saw this rumor going around that Gardner Minshew, your own Mississippi mudslides, stretches in a jockstrap only prior to the games thoughts
0: my thoughts are don't you dare shame him i mean you're beautiful in whatever you choose to wear minshu don't let anyone tell you different this is a jock non-jock shaming free zone
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay so since this is the segment what would blake do how do you think blake warmed up in the locker room before his games
0: I could absolutely see Blake listening to Natasha Beddingfield's pocket full of sunshine while warming up and wondering why the hell AirPods exist, because they probably just kept falling out of his ear while he tried to train. while
1: listening. I could to see Blake going back to the Apple store like once a month, lost them again.
0: <laughs> Not shocked at all. At all. But didn't he play baseball with a tennis ball to make his arm stronger? I thought I saw something about that, but I could be wrong though.
1: Hmm. I haven't heard that, but maybe he was throwing a tennis ball to help his football throwing motion, probably not baseball. Oh really? That would maybe make sense since he's an NFL quarterback and not a pitcher.
0: <laughs> well, maybe he needed to catch the tennis ball. He didn't want to hurt his hand.
1: Mm. Yeah, I'm not too sure.
0: Yeah. That would be an interesting way of practicing though.
1: Maybe you can try it out, learn how to play football. Uh what? No, I guess not. <laughs> well, that's gonna wrap up episode three of No Toes Down. Big game coming up against the Titans. I'm super pumped, super nervous, super excited, all that stuff. We'll be watching at home. And we will we will have a podcast on friday uh to recap the game and you know go through whatever else and um hope everyone can listen hope everyone can be there hope we're finally here to give some positive news Uh, that would be great it almost feels like a dream and a long shot at this point though
0: it's possible though it's good to you gotta have that hope always gotta have that hope
1: keep that hope alive mississippi mudslide jaguars come on let's get it done
0: all right we out see you next week or this week. So, Ramsey has requested a trade. How do you feel about that?
1: It's not that surprising. It's just disappointing. I mean, it's just, you know, they talk about divas in the NFL, and this is exactly it. I mean, I get not everything's gone your way, and it's been a tough season and two games, but, I mean... I guess we don't know all the the background and what what uh, what went on behind the scenes and on the sideline uh, yesterday. But come on, you're you're part of a team that went to the AFC Championship two years ago. You had one bad year, and now two games in, you know all these injuries. Your quarterback goes out, and you're just gonna quit on the team because you got in a little scuffle with your coach. I don't know. It just seems a little just seems a little much. Seems a little overboard. Um, it's kind of how players are today. NFL, NBA, yeah, That's it's true. too bad.
0: Yeah, um, basically we've kind of discussed the fact that it seems like you know there's definitely some kind of issue going on within the team. They're not, um, they're not acting like a team. Um, granted, Ramsey has always been sort of a hothead. He's very <laughs> reactive. And I feel like the situation as it is right now is probably pushing him over the edge because I can't say it's the performance because he's been on this team for a while now and they've had you know their ups and downs and he didn't express wanting to a trade at any of those points in time, did he? Like in the past, he hasn't. This
1: team's always had his back. He's had some media problems in the past and the teams always seem to have his back and they should. He's their best player. It's just, it's just tough when, you know, things in sports don't always go your way and you, you can't just quit on the, the team and the coaches that you've played with for several years. You build something together and you try and, you know, see it and be successful together. The only thing I can think of is if during that sideline spat, uh, during the game yesterday, if Doug Marone said something that is just kind of, you know...
0: Unforgivable, Unforgivable,
1: maybe? yeah. And if that's the case, then, you know, shame on Doug Marone and that's too bad. We don't know, and maybe we'll hear about that.
0: Yeah, again, we're just speculating
1: yeah, at just, this point. just speculating. It just sucks, though, because he is their best player. Um, he brings a lot of swagger to the team. He had a great game yesterday, and I wonder if... What if... Fournette got in on that two-point conversion they won. Would he still be asking for a trade?
0: Hmm, probably not. Well, we, we don't know. It depends on what was said on the sidelines. Yeah. I think it's it's heavily based on that fact rather than the win versus the loss.
1: Yeah, and you can see a video uh, when Doug Marone went back over to Jalen Ramsey after Jalen Ramsey yelled at him. And he went over to Jalen and said something or did something because... Or Jalen said something or did something to, to Coach because you see number 25 and 26 on the sideline. Uh, 25, can't think of his name right now, and 26 is uh, J-Dub. And they like got up immediately. Right when Coach went over to him, he said something. It was DJ Hayden, number 25. And they just like shot up and they like really like were it seemed appalled. So maybe something was said. Maybe there was a push. I don't know. It's hard to see, you know, yeah, through the other players, angle. but yeah. that could be something.
0: Yeah, that's for sure.
1: Anyway, we'll learn more. And good thing we have a podcast on Friday because who knows, Jalen might be gone by then and we can dissect a little bit more. We can talk about the game and the trade or whatever happens next.
0: I don't think they'll get him the trade. Unless, you know, it's like something where it's it's starting to affect more than the coach and Ramsey, like it's getting in between other players. Um, But we'll see how that goes. Honestly, right now, guys, we're all just speculating. So until more details come out, we really don't know.
1: Well, let's just hope for the best. Uh, Fitzpatrick from the Dolphins, who's... Half the player Jalen Ramsey has demanded a trade, and he just got traded to the Steelers for a first-round pick. So it's right for the Jaguars to ask for a lot. And if they do end up trading him, hopefully they get a lot. they got to do what's best for the team. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the end of that, and we will see you guys on Friday. Thanks.